Okay. Hey, everybody. I'm Josh uh, or Bones. I forget which podcast this is. No. Um, and this is Cursed. <laughs> and today I have um, a special guest on, Robin Valentine, which I was Hello. like, and I was like, <laughs> it is Valentine, right? Like, it's not like. Yeah, like the holiday. That's what I tell people um, when I make appointments on the phone. <laughs> nice <laughs> and um and we're here to talk about you've got a, a book coming up you've got a blog and stuff but um i'll let you kind of introduce yourself and then just um fill in the listeners that don't know um i am the the face the annoying voice whatever you want to call me <laughs> behind uh tired witch which is a blog um i also am the literal voice behind a podcast called coffee and cauldrons um and I wrote a book, a whole book called Magical Tarot, which is coming out in, on May 11th. No, May 18th. They pushed it back a week. Hmm. I have to remember that. <laughs> yeah, because that's um, like um, when this comes out, it'll be like a month away. So get excited. Pre-order that. Yeah, shit. it's out for pre-order basically everywhere where books are sold now, which I'm really excited about. Even Target. I found out it's going to be on Target, which I know that's so stupid. But like my basic ass white girl is like, it's going to be a Target. <laughs> Yeah. And you're like, that's where you should get it. Um, get your Starbucks um, and all your Target shit um, and make sure um, you yeah. go buy yourself some unnecessary home goods and also my book. <laughs> I don't feel like that's a lot of uh, a lot of pagan authors today can't necessarily brag about that. Right. I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I mean, I don't want to like make that judgment, um, but I would I, I would say that I know that I've never seen many of those books usually it's like the jesus stuff isn't it yeah. i'm just i'm like, just saying i'm gonna be in target bitches like yeah i it's usually the jesus books i know they usually have like a whole like you know what's that book uh are you there god it's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like are that section are you and there's gonna be my book where it's like incorporating tarot with witchcraft <laughs> Yeah, and they're gonna be like, "This sounds fun," and they're gonna be like, "Oh no, <laughs> who, who am I reading? Not, why is this in the religious section?" <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, white bitches like Target. And I, I'm a white bitch. I love Target. So me too. <laughs> me too. Um, your podcast is, um, like you said, coffee and cauldrons. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of do like a little bit of everything. So it, it's cool I to actually do, have. I'm... I'm constantly, I feel like I'm always working. I feel like I'm always doing something. Um, but why are tired. <laughs> yeah, which is why I'm tired. That's the name. <laughs> um, and then in my life, like in my day life, I'm a professional tarot reader. That's like my day job. <laughs> um, so you, so you kind of know what you're talking about. I would, write, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I do for a living. That's my, my day job. I have it both in tired witch has a shop aspect of it um and then i also work like through services as a hotline psychic but i, I don't advertise the psychic just so everybody's clear i'm not a medium i'm a tarot reader it's very different yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, you haven't seen your commercials on like between the prices right and shit like uh i have actually i've also seen my commercial come up my jobs come like commercials come up on youtube in between and it's always like, is he cheating on me? And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so secondhand embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even know you had commercials. That's amazing. Um, we literally do. And they're so corny. Like they're so bad. They have to be they like, I feel like that has to be like the old school, like 3am, like call me now. Um, they're really bad. And <laughs> they had done or wanted to do a campaign 
three-ish years ago, I want to say, um, one of my job places wanted to do one and they asked me if I if I would do it like if I would be on this commercial and I was like absolutely not absolutely not no I will not do that they're like why I was like listen I am not a public figure but I'm enough of a public figure that I hate the idea of that (laughs) but also how much does it pay Um, I set my own rates so for example, on a holiday like Christmas, for example, where if I'm choosing to work on one of like, you know, the quote biggest holidays of the year, um, I'll set my rates to like $12 a minute. Like if you really need to talk to me that badly on a like a holiday, then I'm going to get holiday hour pay. First off, I need um, to know if Jesus is actually coming back or the answer is yes. Oh, okay, good. And then is Santa <laughs> real? Um, also, yes. <laughs> knew it they're the same person actually I, I fucking knew it I knew it why would they share the same birthday you know what I mean like <laughs> listen they're just two sexy guys with long hair um trying to spread some joy you know what I'm saying yeah it's the long hair and beards as somebody it's- with those things I can <laughs> I can confirm that this is all true um, this is all true these I'm, I just I didn't make this up these are all straight facts <laughs> Yes, as straight as we can make them. But um, <laughs> as far as the commercials, like, yeah, if you want to run, um, I, I don't even have, I'm like, we're just trying to start this like whole thing where it's like, well, let's add sponsors, but not like, I mean, I'll plug a mattress. Like I'll do a good job. At it, oh, but, I'll plug a mattress. Um, I'm plugging a vibrator on my uh, Instagram in like two days. Well, fuck, I'll plug those too. Plug Hell all yeah. of them. Uh, with why not I, but, I did a whole um, podcast episode about not having sex with uh crystals because it's not safe um well and if, so I was like easy transition I I can do this no problem <laughs> well I did I think on my last episode I said um uh, because we, I was talking to uh, uh the witch and kitchen podcast with Britt mm-hmm. and she talked about early on burning something with like pepper in it and it like injuring her like ruined her entire nasal cavity probably and I'm like (laughs) if you're not hurting yourself as a witch and things that you try are you even a witch and so if you (laughs) decide to fuck a crystal like you got to learn that lesson at at least you have to learn that lesson I I think on our podcast probably every other episode I have to be like please don't burn your house down guys please don't (laughs) it's a it's a dangerous game it's uh, witchcraft is not safe it's, um, it's really right. not <laughs> there's people out here burning pepper and putting um amethyst in their butts so oh god dangerous, uh, dangerous all i have to say is you know if you want to have sex with a crystal or whatever do it but also get a really good gynecologist if you're you know somebody with female anatomy um and if you're somebody who's not i mean make sure that doctor really gets in there for that prostate exam because <laughs> And there's somebody listening to this whose name is Crystal and they're like, oh, (laughs) hey now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, yeah, Target's going to love this, but um, (laughs) (laughs) Target's like, I did not consent to be on this podcast. (laughs) Right. So I understand that your, um, your tarot book is not just um, a normal tarot book and as somebody who reads tarot often, but still has um problems memorizing like i know like when a card comes up i'm like oh that's a bad one but um i don't necessarily i always have to like go to references or 
I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing better about like my intuition, but I'm also the person who likes to specifically for the certain deck I have per the artist, I like to see their interpretation and stuff, but totally. um, your book is um, you, like you said, niched in a way because it's not your normal tarot book, right? Mm-hmm. So my personal philosophy is actually that you shouldn't be memorizing tarot cards. Um, I think that's almost every newer reader's downfall because as soon as you start memorizing things, then, you know, think about, think about when you were in high school, right. And you had to memorize the periodic table of contents. Can you literally tell me more than 10 of them now off the top of your head? 10. Um. (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's impossible. You, when you memorize things, you retain it typically for a very short period of time. And then you're always going to have to be like re-referencing stuff. Um, So my book is instead directing you to looking at symbolism within the cards and kind of what that means. Because if we understand the basic symbolism in numerology, in colors, in actual like images that come up in the cards, et cetera, it becomes a lot easier to remember what the cards mean because we have that basic foundation that even if let's say you can't remember that the fool is about starting a new journey right you can look at the card and be like okay so he's got a knapsack the background is yellow the number is zero like what do these things mean oh right it's probably about you know new journeys starting over etc so my book takes like a deep dive into that symbolism and then basically tells you or teaches you, shows you how that, that symbolism, all that meaning, et cetera, can be then redirected as a ritual tool in magic because witchcraft is nothing but symbolism. Like a wand isn't actually, or necessarily, I should say, you know, um, this powerful tool in and of itself, it's about the symbolism that's behind it. You can use a literal stick you found in the yard as a wand, and that's no more or less powerful than something that was handcrafted out of mahogany. But um, mine has a unicorn fur core. Um, love that so, for you. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> so glad that you got that. But um, no, I, I, I love that approach because um, I found myself that, and I, I don't want to get canceled, but no, nobody's going to cancel me because they don't even listen. Canceled. Canceled. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like in the beginning, it's like, you're the tool. And I, st- mm-hmm. I, I'm still like the biggest person of that, but it, I'm also like, correct. I, I am feel a like there's two black and white. Like, I'm not saying that ignore from like, especially because I, I do <clears throat> things from a, like an animist point of view. Like, I'm sure. not saying that this plant doesn't matter and it, right. you know, you can just use whatever, but when it comes to something like tarot, that's a very um, interesting, please don't play with that, Floki. Um, that's a very, <laughs> the noisiest thing I can find. Um, <laughs> but it's like, that's an interesting way to put it because I, for one, put a lot of this pressure on myself. Like, I don't know how to read tarot because I don't fucking have this memorized, but all I do is just go off like what I feel and I use my familiar mm-hmm. and different stuff. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's a very personal thing. And um symbolism and all that shit is going to be personalized to you so I feel like hell there's probably even cards that you get routinely that might never mean that to anybody in the entire world but to you you know what that means and it doesn't matter 
that, that uh, um, we talk about this good. on my own podcast a lot because we have that we have a tarot section um, on the podcast. Ours is very segmented and, and not as uh, free flowy um, because yeah, I, I, I like structure. <laughs> <laughs> it's back to that entire thing. If I don't have structure, I will die. Um, <laughs> but um, in our podcast, we talk about that a lot and we'll talk about a card a week and Maria, my co-host will give her interpretation, but then I give mine. And almost every time we have similar meanings, but they are different. And it's because of personal correspondence and personal, you know, experiences, et cetera. It's when our intuition comes into play so heavily and the the foundation here is I want people to think a little bit more than the surface value you know we've got all these courses you can take that are out there that I'm sure they're amazing I'm no shade to anybody who teaches a course I couldn't do it sounds very difficult and very time consuming (laughs) but there's all these courses out there and a lot of the feedback I've heard from people is that some of the more affordable ones we're going to call it are just memorizing the Rider Waite Smith and then you get a little certificate at the end that says, I did it. <laughs> Hooray. And now go out not... there. Now go create that social media page. And yeah. And that's take not. Take people's money. Oh, God. So, you know, tell people that you've been working for as a tarot reader for one week. So I know my value. This three card spread will be $50. And it's like. But you, oh, you also know that I'm also a Reiki master. So. <laughs> um. Everybody is a Reiki master <laughs> these days. It feels like I'm not. <laughs> yeah. well i mean I feel like everybody else i feel like is. you're really you're bringing down your value in real time honestly but. i am i'm so sorry guys everybody <laughs> listen to this my value is worth three pennies and a button thank you yes a shiny <laughs> a shiny object that you found um <laughs> but that's what's weird is because like i i when i read tarot i trust what i get for myself and for others yeah. and sometimes i'll look at like because i'll google like or look at the the reference book to get a feel, but then I just kind of like throw that out and like, mm-hmm. well, that's not what I'm feeling on this, but I, I do think there's something to be said about learning kind of like the feel, but then you shouldn't mm-hmm. override your intuition. hundred percent. To me, it changes. I have a deck, the um, threads of fate has been my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. And I just always go to it. And it's, it's very like fucking on the point. Like it, 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 it's me you know I, these decks take on like a life and personality of their own mm-hmm. um and it's like okay this one is like no nonsense but it's it's not so but then i have the like the marigold tarot which i've fuck that which, deck. Is, which is always like god damn that hurt but yeah I mean, okay i am every single human i've ever spoken to who has the marigold tarot deck they're like this deck is bullying me actually this mean this is a mean deck. <laughs> I, I was very graciously gifted. Well, I was given one from my mother for Christmas, the first, um, printing of it. Mm-hmm. And then the Omrit Brar sent me the newest edition and I obviously already had it. So I gifted it to one of our Patreon members in a witch swap thing that we do, mm-hmm. um, but I was just like, I can't actually emotionally handle having two of these decks in my house. Somebody get this away from me. Is it beautiful? Absolutely. It's a stunning deck. And I and I do like it. But sometimes I'm not emotionally prepared. 
prepared yeah for like how mean it can be to me (laughs) well like I mean and I'll do people like I'll have somebody read and it's kind of like um or I'll have a friend and we just like they'll come over and it's like well let's pull cards for each other and you know it's all in the the idea of and it's like oh uh this one's gonna like this one's gonna fucking make you like hurt um yeah but then the other one is like the threads of fate um the I have the uh and I forget which one it is, but it's the black one with like you know the um iridescent like kind of foil print and uh oh, yeah. it's it's very um it's very like to the point but then it always so like to me it's kind of like it gives me this like um like I understand it like as this living thing like I can when it shows me something I'm like oh I got you I got you and so is the yeah. marigold um the only one that I have um and I, when I first started practicing and decided to get into tarot, I had no idea that the um, the wild unknown was like that deck. And I was just like, oh, this is pretty. And then I'm like, wait, why is it an urban outfit? Okay. And then I'm like, this is my hipster deck. And, yeah. um, but I, I don't love- own that deck. Huh? It's one of the only like popular decks that I don't own. And I mean, I, <laughs> it's like, I have it and I like the art, but I have never, ever, and this is no offense to anybody who loves it, who connects to it, or the artist, and the, I just, it feels lifeless to me, and it's like, I used it to kind of play with and, like, learn, but then, like, the next deck I got was, um, I think the Marigolds, it was gifted to me, mm-hmm. and then I was like, god damn, is this, this, <laughs> like, that's a, that's a big jump, I feel Chill. like, to go from um, <laughs> your Target deck, which is probably in Target now, <laughs> to, like, um the marigold yes, with gilded edges. And it's, it's really pretty <laughs> to cry over um but um no it's, it's so a great deck. The marigold deck is absolutely stunning it's one of my favorite decks to look at like sometimes i just i have i have one or two decks um just one or two um if my husband's listening to this mind your business <laughs> mind um, your business <clears throat> i have a lot of decks uh he cleared out our house he was organizing stuff and he just sent me a number and was like, it was something like 87. And I was like, what is? And he was like, guess. And I was like, I don't know, like Q-tips because our cat likes to play with Q-tips and like, we'll get them all over the house. Your ties, he Q-tips. Like, yeah. He's like, no, I was like, Bobby pins. He's like, no, I was like, is it tarot decks? And he was like, it is, it is tarot decks. And there's at least 50 in storage. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you mind your business? First off, that's a professional not only curiosity but I i'm need sorry them. but I these are to... all tax write-offs what do you want from exactly. me <laughs> um and i just my newest deck and i don't have a ton but like i guess you do fall into that hole of like well i like this is like um the cryptid tarot and it's by like this i forget the I name that one. um and it's just every card is a cryptid and some of them i've never even fucking heard of and uh it's on etsy i'll have to send you the link and you're gonna I, have to because that sounds 100 percent up my alley right. like the tower like just to paint a picture the tower is the mothman on a bridge that's like collapsing i'm like that's perfect listen um, this is how much i love cryptozoology stuff okay <laughs> i'm having a baby i am with child and our nursery theme is cryptozoology um, I thought you were so going to say, like, like, I I named it. Um. Uh, so our baby's actually named Mothman. Yes. <laughs> no, we've got, like, we've got, like, a Mothman plushie, the, um, what are those things called? The thing, the mobile. 
um, mm-hmm. is the Loch Ness Monster. Oh. Uh, all of our baby books are like Sasquatch and stuff like that. So. Yeah, this baby's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Our baby's going to be so cool. Everybody's going to be so jealous and also very afraid of them because I have more personality than anybody ever needs. So does my husband. This child is actually going to either be like so quiet to be the opposite of us or like the most terrifying thing you've ever seen. Oh shit, it no is the Jersey devil. Like we've birthed. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but that's cool. I'll take it. Um <laughs> And uh, you'll probably need braces and shit because, you know, those fangs, it's like, you know, it's a whole thing. It's it's um, a burden and a curse. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool deck. And I like, I I bought it for the imagery and uh, somebody I knew had it and we're like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I um, used it. We used it for our Patreon readings and uh, Mm -hmm. for like our 10 and up, they get the readings and uh, it as something like right out of the box that we like that I have not really connected with, except I looked through every one of them and was like, holy shit, wait, which one is this one? It, um, it, and it still worked. So I'm still like, well, I feel like I have this gift. No, um, I feel like I'm still connecting to this, like, uh, overall like energy. And I, I rely heavily on my familiar to, to pull out knowledge that I don't have. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, it it was it was cool to have that. So that's like kind of the fun deck, and it's kind of like um, it's I don't even know how to describe it, but it's kind of like I don't know. I'll send you a picture, but it's it's yeah, great, and um, it uh, it's one of those, and I'm like, okay, well, I just can't imagine that I would ever need any more tarot decks, but I'll probably get more. Um, but yeah, me too. I always feel again and if my husband's listening to this, don't. <laughs> um. But, you know, I, uh, I just, I still, it's one of those things where it's like, if I talk about tarot or if I'm like going to do this, I don't like for the patrons, like they, you know, they donate money, um, mm-hmm. we'll call it donations, but they're essentially paying for a read at the, uh, a, a forecast of the next month. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's all, all fine and well, but I, there's such an imposter syndrome. And yet all the replies are always like, this is spot on. I can't believe. And it's like, I'm just going to keep doing it. But for me, they've never been like wrong, like for my own mm-hmm. personal self. And I'm like, God damn, it's so spot on. So I feel like I'm not giving myself enough credit for reading it. So I'm very interested in your book because I feel like the way you described it, that's going to point me to like how I interact with it is not memorizing this I hope shit, so. like learning stuff. I, I'll go to my nearest target and get it. I swear. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope that that's, that's what I'm hoping for people. That's what I'm hoping they get out of it because that was what I wanted to do. It is a book that is only focusing on the major arcana because if I didn't, it was going to be like 800 pages long. And for my first book, that sounded very scary and intimidating. (laughs) Let's Um, start with the um, ace. Yeah. So it's just the majors, but I, I feel like there's enough information there that you can then go on and apply what you've learned in that book to the minors. Um, because I talk about things like elements and like the suits and kind of how these things, you know, symbolically work out and etc. So I'm hoping that's what people get out of it. Um, but of course, I, I, you talk about imposter syndrome. <laughs> I'm like terrified of my book coming out. Like, I'm not well- actually terrified. Like I'm excited, but I'm also very nervous. Yes, I would imagine so. 
like that's a big deal uh and this is your is this your first book it's my first book yeah um, I'm quietly working on a second one. Um, yes, I've got four more books deals and it, it deals with every suit because <laughs> each individual suit. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I'm working on a second one, but it, it's going to be a little different. So that's why it's quietly because I haven't fully decided on its, on its uh, uh, chapter outline. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've changed it like 20 times. <laughs> but that's like, so for instance, like the Threads of Fate tarot, I know the mm -hmm. death card has like two snake skeletons mm -hmm. and I've received that. And um, it, it's been along with all these other synchronicities and crazy shit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to talk about Hellier. I swear to God, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but um, it's like, okay, well, this card doesn't mean as much as like the description per se would, but however, the snakes are very relevant to me. And this one sentence or this one like notion or feeling of what it's supposed to represent is towards me so that doesn't mean that that card is only going to ever represent that but at the time totally mm -hmm. yeah it totally meant that and um like I guess I don't know that that's the feeling I've always had is like well I don't know what I can't put this card down but I'm also not out here charging people like for readings and I would right. I would never do that because I don't trust myself enough but I also need to give myself I guess a little bit more credit on just like being yeah uh, you totally should Listen, but, I, I do readings all day, every single day. It's my job. It's my career, right? You're, you, the thing is, is you're never going to be, in my opinion, 100% perfect for every single person. Sometimes you just don't connect with people. And, and that, that, that's a real reality in that. And I probably once or twice a week tell clients, you know what? We're not connecting here. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste your money. Like, have a great day. Um, because it does happen. You, yeah, we're, we're, we're still human beings at the end of the day, like tarot readers, witches, whatever. We're not gods. And you're not yet, even as a professional, you're going to slip up sometimes. And there's no shame in admitting that, hey, this isn't working with me, but I bet you you're going to find a reader who is much better for you. So yeah, that makes sense. Go find them. <laughs> well, what, the crazy thing is, is um, there's, you know, how many cards and what are the odds that you would um, I think right now our, our patron tier for the $10, we just read them yesterday, which is why it's like in my, in my brain, we did in it in head. the cemetery. Um, like every month, it's like the read. most goth thing that anybody's ever said, but continue. Right. Wow. Bra, in my cemetery. Um, Let's read our tarot in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and my thing was like every month, and like me and tomorrow will alternate reading because we're both wanting to be a little bit better at it. And, um, I hope people trust me and my demon familiar. And then, um, <laughs> I've, I've always had these like great readings from the ho the co-host of hex files tomorrow. And so mm -hmm. I've combined them because I cannot run two Patreons. I cannot, um, <laughs> I shouldn't even started two social medias for each podcast because now I have them and I'm like, God damn it. But, yeah, um, I've got two for one for my, for tired witch and one for coffee and cauldrons. And I'm just like, this is a lot. <laughs> yes. But I'm like, so there's these cards will come up and it's to me, it's, it's insane because, and I'm not going to name anybody that's like in there, but you'll see you get this thread of messages because we send them through Patreon and it'll be this card and it's like, oh, and then you look and the last month's forecast was mm -hmm. like either in the same suit. It sometimes is the same goddamn card. It's like, there must be a message you are not getting. And mm -hmm. then other times in the same, like 
and we shuffle between everybody and of course and we sometimes we pull from the top sometimes we pull sometimes the cards jump out of course and mm -hmm. there'll be like two or three sometimes four times the same card whether it's reversed or not will pop up for the same people for the same month and I feel like that's almost like a collective kind of like energy that or mm -hmm. some shit that's happening but I'm like you can't tell me that there's not something going on that doesn't even care that we don't have these cards memorized. Like there is something right. going on that is, um, you know, you can't really measure it, but it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like there's one person uh, and I feel so bad for them because every time it's like their cards are so like fucking like grief, loss and all this. And we send a message. It doesn't matter who's reading it. It doesn't matter what deck we use. It's always related and they're like, yeah, I know exactly what it's talking about. And it's not as bad as you think, but, and it's like, okay, sometimes I feel guilty, like typing this yeah. out. I'm like, how can I soften this? I'm like, I don't think I can. I'm just going to have to say it. Like I I'll do Skype readings sometimes. And I had a reading once with actually one of my Patreon members that was Skype. So we're face-to-face, -face, right? Well, computer to computer whatever you want to call it yes and we were specifically talking about a like a bus connection in their life and straight up right I just I was like made this face like oh shit <laughs> and but I but I I was trying to think of how to word it in a way that was like you know, killing them softly with bad news. <laughs> yes. And she just goes, just say it. I can, your face says it all. Just get it out. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to think of how to word this because it's not good. <laughs> right. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, no, it's this not fine. I can fine. Tell. This is better, actually. This is better, actually, than if this wasn't the card. So this is an improvement, if anything. <laughs> right. And I've, I've like, for myself personally, I've gotten to the point um, and this might sound basic, but I mean, we've, we've not, I've not covered, um, tarot really on this podcast before. So, um, you're, you're christening it. Uh, but oh, like, I'm popping your tarot cherry. I love that. Yeah. Somebody had to do it. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well now I get shit. Like I've done it for, you know, however long, however many years now. And it's like, Oh, the tower. Okay. I know exactly. Or the devil and those like key ones that people are scared of. And then I'll pull like the three of swords. I'm like, Oh God, this is the worst card in the deck. I fucking know it is. It, it's just, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll pull it for somebody and it's like, Oh God. And then I always like yesterday, somebody got the tower and uh -huh. It was like, oh, you know, and I was like, I promise you there's worse cards to get. I've seen them. Yeah. They're in yeah. here. Um, yeah. And then it's crazy to have people that actually are patrons and I read tarot for, they read tarot themselves. And, uh -huh. you know, it's like, why do you want me to do this? But it, then I'm like, in my own life, I'm like, well, there's something about having somebody else do it for you and doing it yourself. It's easy, I feel like it's easy can... to have bias in our own oh, readings for ourselves because we want that positive or at least like silver lining, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. That kind know, of leads you, me into the the question I wanted to ask you talking about how the, the people too, that's one of them I had floating in my brain because I don't write these down is um, <laughs> when you read your own tarot, like, do you like kind of avoid it? Is it a daily practice or is it something that you like have somebody do for you? Like how it do you is go a daily practice for me? Um, 
so it, it it is actually part of my own like ritual daily ritual like I'll sit at my altar every single morning and I have my ritual where I like refresh my coffee on my altar and I light you know offering candles incense the whole shebang right and mm-hmm. at that time then I pull a card and it's usually I know people say things like you know oh pull a card for the day but I don't I just pull one and I see what happens you know what I mean I I, I keep it very open um for messages etc and then mm-hmm. when it comes to major life things, because we have bias, I will not read for myself um, just because I know me and I know that I am somebody who, when it comes to me, I'll be like, no, it's the tower. It means that I'm going to have something really good happen, but it's going to be hard. And it's like, no, bitch, that's not what this means. Yeah. It's like, so, I know this bitch. She's not going to give me a good reading. She's going to soften good. it for me. So I have actually like two people I trust to read for me on stuff that I worry about bias for myself on. Um, and I just present them with, you know, can you look at this for me? And then I listen to what they have to say. And then oftentimes I will then pull a couple cards to clarify maybe what they've, what they have You're seen. Like, no, I knew they were wrong. That was a bad reading. No, it's not like I knew they were wrong. It's more like. I know me better. So let's say hypothetically, yeah, it's a confirmation and also like, okay, so this is what's going on. So let's pull a little bit more there on some guidance and advice, let's say that maybe they didn't pull on. Um, So I, I, it's an acknowledgement of what they have pulled and an acceptance of that. And then kind of looking a little further for guidance. I think that's a fair way to do it because then you're, you, that initial blow, like, you you get that set first and then you can say well i can like micro like look at this and figure out the rest for myself but i didn't lead myself down a very safe biased path by telling myself mm-hmm. that everything's great um and this is fine like um and and then you can pick apart like the little things of like or like hone in maybe on what mm-hmm. The message is because I feel like I don't I don't know how you but I feel like with between the different whether it's deity or spirits or ancestors mm-hmm. whatever is around you the energy you're tapped in your higher self subconscious mm-hmm. well whatever you want to call it like is right. going to be there to kind of help interpret and unfold in your intuition on all that but yeah 100 I mean I, I really just think that sometimes you need to have that other person to give you the bad news and then yes. from there you can be like okay this is how it is. So where do we go from here? And, and that's, I don't know. That's my approach on it. Well, I know myself, I would justify, I'd be like, it could be, me too. it could be the worst read ever. And I'm like, this is not bad. This is good. This is actually good. This is better. If anything, um, (laughs) (laughs) this is very good. Good job, Robin. Claps for me. (laughs) Right. Um, Uh, Yeah. I'm the same way. So by impending doom, what you really meant was yeah so by saying that this is all going to crash and burn what you meant is i'm getting a fresh start that's amazing love it i'm so i'm good at this i love myself (laughs) yeah Uh, that is my like biggest issue and that's why i i do i get readings from other people and and actually like sometimes um if i'm too emotional about things with like spell work 
I will ask a friend to like do it for me because I'm like, I'm too emotional and not in a good way that that's going to add anything to this positively. So could you do this for me? Because I know that if I am involved, I'll be too emotionally volatile and that could change things. <laughs> yeah. And please do it with the cryptid tarot. Cause I want to see the cute little cryptid and pretend oh that this God, is not real. I, like, I need it. You have <laughs> to send me the link of it. I will. Again, if you're, my husband is listening, no, you're not. <laughs> right. It's a tax write-off. Don't worry about it. Don't it's worry about fine. It. it was sent to me for promotion. It's fine. It's yeah. for a review. It's fine. Like, I don't know what you want from me here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, uh, so with, with the cards, um, I don't want to ask like, or, or in regards to your book or something like what, and I guess it seems so, but what is your favorite card? Not in like a, oh my God, what's your favorite color? But like, what's <laughs> a card that- My favorite color is pink. <laughs> <laughs> is there a certain card that's like, you're particularly like, in tune with that maybe transcends like any kind of normal idea or thinking of tarot and it just like it's so reoccurring kind of thing that it's like a does that make sense yeah no Where I it's kind of like I get what you're saying got it got it check like um, you see this thing over and over yes um yes and no I guess I mean I I think that it really depends on who you're talking to right um but like for a lot of the cards for me that I have found for other people um, become humbling cards instead of like inspirational cards, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. like the eight of pentacles where you're seeing, you know, that apprenticeship card. Oh my God. Um, I got that twice yesterday when we were doing readings and that just popped in my that, head when I was asking, I was like, that card keeps showing up a bunch. For <laughs> me, when I see that card, it is not telling me that, you know, you're on the right track and you're working hard. Instead, it's saying to me, you are like an apprentice. You're a baby at this. You need to have a slice of humble pie and continue to work hard to get to the point that you can be, you know, a big head about it. Um, where I, I, oftentimes I see it come up as like a, you're on the right track. You're doing so well. Keep working hard. Like, don't be too narrow sighted, all that. And if, for me, it just like have several seats, please. Yeah. Like you are saying these things and you shouldn't be, you need to calm down, Robin. <laughs> you know what? No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I won't. So mind your business. <laughs> well, then I'm going to show you this tomorrow. Just <laughs> yeah. And every single day until you like learn a lesson. I've um, had uh, myself and then others like do a daily pull, especially with a big thing, which is probably just playing with fire. It's like, let's see how much of this burns. And it's right. literally like the same card over and over and over. And it's like, what don't you fucking get? Like, stop asking me and do the thing already. Um, um, another one I can think of is the two of cups. Um, oftentimes people, we've discussed this in my Patreon a lot. People will see that as kind of like a soulmate card or like a, not even necessarily soulmate, but like, I mean, I don't really believe in one card being a soulmate card, but regardless, um, it comes up and they'll see it as potential for like a long-term relationship. Um, it's like a really good match card, et cetera, where I see it far more as like a party relationship card. I mean, you have two people with drinks in their hands, they're meeting up. Yes, there's going to be a union there, but like a one night stand kind of a thing, not like something that's long-term. It's going to be something that's going to be, you know, here for a fun time, not a long time. 
So I can't um, change them is what you're saying. Yeah. I just like, I mean, <laughs> it just enjoy it and <laughs> just enjoy it. That's yeah. how I see it. And I, I like, you know, people say things like, oh, that's the soulmate card. Like people who say the lovers are the soulmate card. I'm just like, oh, you have no idea what you're talking about, huh? <laughs> just in uh, knowing what I know about the lovers card and, <laughs> and reading about it, I'm like, this is not like, and it's, it's I think come it up. can be depending like, on yeah, other cards around it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> now, do you like it's, to do, um, and this is again, all these questions I have is like, they're very basic tarot questions because again, I'm, you're my first, you're cherry popping tarot. Thanks. Or, uh, but, uh, like <laughs> when you do like a spread for somebody, do you like to do like, I always like to do the three card for myself, whether mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking past, present, future in that, like. Right. I typically pull three cards as well, but I, I don't typically pull it as like past, present, future, situational right. obstacle advice, anything like that. The yes, yes, there are great times at which that's necessary and amazing. Um, but in like my day job, I typically pull the three as a like unit. And then we talk about what, like, you know, that feels like that, what that means, et cetera. Yeah, and I just like three, so of course I'm gonna pull three. But um, yeah, sometimes. Well, it's and like- I also feel like for like you know, kind of general understanding, because you have to remember, like most tarot readings, there is a question. Yes, right. there you do. There's loads of ones that are general, loads of them, and those are very valid in and of themselves. But most people have a question, and so I always feel like three is a good number where you're not getting overwhelmed with information, but you're getting enough information that you can adequately answer their question. We're going to do a 70 card pull real quick. Um, That's like my birthday spread. I use three tarot decks for my birthday every year. And oh it's God. literally like 53 cards, no, 54 cards or something like that. Um, what, it's what? huge. I can't even. My husband, oh my God. I always like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, don't mind me. I'm just doing the thing. It's very over the top and unnecessary, but it makes me feel good. That's what and matters. And this is why. I on my it. birthday, that's what matters. <laughs> Um, I don't think anybody asked you actually. So um, it's really funny because I'm pretty sure that you're a Catholic who doesn't believe in any of this. So why don't you mind your business? How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't just ask you about around. the freaking Jesus crackers at church. So you don't need to ask me about what I'm doing here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And if you ever want, if you ever want me to read Jesus's tarot, let me know. Let me know. I've got like 80 decks. I'll do it. The, the the one thing that I like to say to like razzle him up is, and I obviously, I know that this is not how it is, but I'm also not wrong, <laughs> is that I know, at, in, in, at least in Catholicism, because he's Catholic, is that you can't take communion without having spoken to the priest and like confessing your sins, right? Uh-huh. And so every single time that he goes to church, I say, did you say sorry to the priest so you could eat the Jesus cracker? <laughs> that's not what it means i'm like it feels like that's exactly what that means first off this charcuterie board is shit there's there's very sorry to the priest so you could have the little cracker you want your saltine was it yummy did you atone oh my god did you did you repent for the record anybody listening to this who is catholic i don't actually feel this way about catholicism i just like to give him specifically a hard time (laughs) right and it's all in fun and games and if you feel bad it's not in seriousness i don't actually feel that way about it (laughs) actually i think 
uh, Catholicism is probably one of the most occult things on the planet. Oh my God, it fucking is. I mean, besides- It's, so, like it's the, very metal. Uh, yesterday and all the talk about tarot and the occult and churches mm-hmm. is um, the day after Easter. And we did the forecast and we read it in, it's this um, Episcopal church, uh, not uh-huh. far from here. But when you're going there and back, it's very far. Um, but I was like, this is one of, and I won't give the location, but I was like, it's an Episcopal church who are like the cool aunt Catholic, the cool Catholic aunt. Okay. I feel like uh-huh. Episcopals are like, okay, well, you know, we like gays enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, as far as that goes. We're down with the gays, but we right. still believe in hell. So do yeah. what you want with that information. <laughs> I mean, you're you're going to be flaming, you know what I mean? But like, also like- We love you. Yeah, love you. <laughs> and I can't say one, it was a very beautiful church. Uh, and two, it's old, which helps. Yeah. And three, like I've never, I honestly can't say that I've ever felt more welcome at a place. And I didn't even talk to any motherfuckers. And I'm like taking pictures. Yeah. It's like, Jesus is in this picture. And usually I would be like, oh my God, why did I take a picture? But I'm like, and then we talked to uh, Mortellus and they're like, I do a lot of work in this graveyard and with this uh, particular uh, church. And they are, um, they're very welcoming. And I mean, we're seeing stuff and they're like, yeah, pagans in the area come here and leave offerings. And I get it. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I've never wanted to like leave an offering at the foot of a Jesus statue before, but I kind of do now. Um, so I don't like, I make, <laughs> make fun of it a lot. Um, and that's, I feel like I can in a way, because I, I yeah. came from a very uh, evangelical Baptist, like mm-hmm. um, self-loathing kind of bullshit thing. Right. But at the same time, like, I don't, hate those people. And I feel like I was like, you know, you can see those little inspirations and like, um, the magic that they're working and the relationship they have with their deity at times. Um, and it's not like, you know, as widespread, but at the same time, it's, it's funny that you give shit to like, did you get your cracker? Um, Well, like, so I'm half Mexican. And so I grew up where one half of my family is incredibly devout Catholics. I was not raised that way myself. Um, my parents mm-hmm. believed more we should have an understanding of religion and God, but you know, something that would be something for us to decide for ourselves when we were adults. Um, mm-hmm. So in that respect, I actually have an, I'm very lucky. I have a very supportive family that, you know, they know all about all my Yeah, that's amazing. And if you don't yeah, get indoctrinated, I'm very blessed. Um, very blessed in that way. But like, we've got uh, a Virgin de Guadalupe up in my house, like <laughs> big and <laughs> it's a very large statue. Um, and so there are kind of overlaps, I think, in a lot of those ways. And I think that there is a very big discourse online where people say, oh, well, you can't be Christian, Catholic, whatever, and also be a pagan. And it's like, well, that's them ignoring like all folk magic. <laughs> right. And that's not, and that's, that's kind of an ignorant take. Um, and while, while I don't work with Catholic saints, um, I, I think it's okay to be able to poke fun at ourselves because they, there is so much overlap between the two. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and I mean that's kind of what I like. I, I have a very you gotta eat your you gotta eat your saltine. That's, yeah. I mean and you I, said I, sorry, and I feel like people. Um, I don't know that they actually take anything I say with any grain of salt or saltine, but 
I like I when I shit on Christianity, I'm shitting on a very specific idea. And oh, yeah. Stubborn, oh, yeah. Thing like that I'm aware of, but I'm not canceling Christianity, but I'm also I am also canceling. Like, You've heard it here first, guys. I am organized. Tired Witch is formally canceling all organized religion. Good. So Good jot that down. It's it's official. Um, and this it's bitch official. is in Target, so you can't come I'm literally in Target and Barnes and Noble. So what, who are you to, to, to say that I can't right. cancel all religion? Go at me. Um, <laughs> and the, the funny thing is like, I, we, it's weird because I can hate in the same episode, I can hate on like, this is what it's like being queer in the South and not being Christian, regardless uh-huh. of the people and the friends I have that are, um, queer gay in and still practice like they're still christian and it's like okay but when i talk about i don't understand how you can be both it's it's that idea of like the evangelicalized like hate mongering yeah. um yeah thing like i will not give chick-fil-a money i don't give a fuck like I'm not doing it because you Me either, actively... but that's because I'm vegan. <laughs> well, but also because of probably the gay thing as well, but yeah, the gay thing too, but also like Jesus chicken, you know, and, um, but it's, it's just funny. Jesus chicken. Oh my God. <laughs> but um, also Jesus chicken. So jot that down guys. Are you taking white, notes? White Jesus chicken, not just Jesus chicken. Like, uh, I feel like Jesus probably is cool with Popeyes and all these other, it's like, it's fried chicken is delicious. I don't know why, yes. but, um, but as far as that goes, like, I'm also not the person I just, sometimes I'm like, I don't understand in the same episode, I'll say, I don't understand how you can practice in the South and say you're a Christian and also practice witchcraft. But then in the same breath, I'll be like, you know, this Appalachian folk magic, like it really permeates. Yeah. You know, because you can use the song. I mean, although it's not technically witchcraft, things like hoodoo and conjure both incorporate the Bible heavily into their work workings. And so, Um, yeah, it's like I I can't imagine separating the two in this in this region. But they Mm -hmm. would never call it witchcraft. Like again, that's another thing to get on. So, um, yeah, I just I'm all over the place about it. Um, If you think I hate Christianity and organized religion, you're right. But I also think that it's very occulty and witchy and it is. It's so occulty. Like they've got like you, like I've gone to Christmas mass before. Um, so I'm not trying to brag, but I have actually been to a church service before. I don't <laughs> want to brag, but uh <laughs> I snuck around. Like, I'm not trying to brag, but I've like been to a church before, so <laughs> once again i am the best uh, uh but they they've got like their incense and they've got their like all the these phallic symbolisms everywhere and it's very like occulty ritualistic and like i don't think that's a conversation a lot of people are, are ready to have but are you telling me that you don't get a little bit turned on when you see jesus with those i hands? get nothing but the biggest direction you've ever seen in your entire life simply the fact that you just said jesus um i've actually finished three times <laughs> <laughs> and those people in church do it too but they call it the holy spirit but typo actually, negative christian woman was actually written about me so <laughs> right sure i was eight but <laughs> i mean i was a crazy kid no i wasn't that's gross children don't do that no no gross <laughs> yeah um <laughs> But I think 
um, you know, this has been this episode has been uh, Catholicism from a pagan perspective, by, <laughs> with Robin. Um, uh, Please who, eat your crackers. Thank right. you. That's the next book. Is like how my next book is actually called "I Said Sorry to the Priest So I Could Eat My Cracker." Right. <laughs> and other times I got wet in church. Um, and. and- <laughs> oh god and other times i made my uh my ancestors cry (laughs) Uh, they'll 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 be they'll be all right don't forgive me it's fine Um, they're like oh did you know this bitch is in target don't worry i'm gonna keep because like we're still proud of her though right you're proud like you know who else's books are in target oprah so just saying so i'm basically oprah is what i'm trying to say so yes i i wish i had even a fraction of her money <laughs> um but i am basically oprah we're the same right. every target <laughs> i go into i'll put your book beside the like oprah's picks and shit and there we go like, wait who is this i'm gonna start my own magazine it will just have my own face on it every time it'll be perfect right um tired witch magazine it comes out whenever i feel like and <laughs> And it's got various pictures of me holding my cats. <laughs> yeah, because like the whole thing is like your blog is like naps and cats or black cats. Yeah, black cats naps. Floki's a black cat and she finally is taking a nap and leaving me alone. But me um, she's like, are you recording? Yeah. I'm going to bite you and rub on the mic and on the computer. <laughs> Isn't this fun? I want people to know who I am. I'm your producer. <laughs> but um, We have two cats. We have Marceline and BMO. Oh my god. Mimo is special needs. Um she's yeah, it's hard to explain but I don't know if cats can have learning dis- disabilities. Um but my cat can. my cat definitely does whatever that looks like for a cat and I'm not like trying to be like a sarcastic jerk like she actually is like quite disabled. Um and then we have Marceline who thinks that this is her house and we're all just living in it. And she basically tears this house down every single time it's time for food. So their personalities pretty much fit their names perfectly. <laughs> yes, it's, it's somewhat, well, I don't know that BMO was special needs, but. Yes. No, but she's um, as sweet tempered as BMO is on the oh, TV yes. show. And I don't know <laughs> that dogs can be special needs, but I know my two dogs are. One is yeah, on my BMO, um, she has like a physical deformity that we call her kangaroo legs because her hind legs are like exceptionally long. Oh. And then she has like a little tiny head. Um, so she oh. like physically does not have like the correct proportions of a normal cat. And then she's kind of blind. Um, but we think it's like a depth perception thing. I don't know. Do you and like to post pictures of her on social media? I'm only asking I, because I'm currently yes, looking. Yes. I actually posted one on Instagram today of the two of them sleeping together, which was very sweet. Oh, well, I can't really um, see the, the whole, per, the small head perspective, but. Yeah, because uh, it's really close. That photo, so the one in the front is BMO. And so. Oh, I see the, the BMO. Um, yeah, little, like, so that's why she looks like that. And then if you scroll down back little to green eye like it's yeah so that's BMO oh, that's BMO sweet. and I you see it. how like her eyes are really really dilated yeah they're always like that so it causes her to like not be able to see properly and it, it's like a whole thing she's the only cat I've ever known who doesn't know how to jump so like it's- you have to like put her on the bed and then take her off of the bed or she will just face plant <laughs> and this one is her doing the little blip with her tongue I love it Yep, that's BMO. 
So if you're listening to this at this point, this is interactive podcasting. You yeah, can everybody to, should go to my Instagram and yeah. just just skip all the other shit and go directly to my cats. Yeah, like <laughs> like it, follow, they and also like so um, sweet. save it and send it because, you know, algorithm. Yeah. And if you look actually in that photo where she's got her tongue out, you can see how her eyes are like wonky. Yes. Like they, you know what I mean? So it's it's hard to explain, but she... She is disabled and I love her. the vets basically said, well, she's happy. So it doesn't matter. And it's like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, if I had a nickel for every time, yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> there's something, there's something, there's up. something wrong, but they're happy. So but they're okay. happy, but I'm just kidding because I'm not ever happy. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm on medication, but, um, uh, I whole mood. I guess we're coming on an hour, which is weird because I did not expect to get into like Catholic um, boners, but um, that's fine. <laughs> yet, that is fine. Listen, I showed up, so I was going to bring up Catholic boners at least once. <laughs> right. You told me I could talk about whatever I wanted and here I am. <laughs> you said I could do whatever I wanted. So of course we're going to talk about Jesus erections. Let's go. <laughs> right. And I've changed the whole subject. It's like Jesus erections with a side of tarot. Uh, <laughs> uh at target today Esoteric symbolism within tarot and how that relates directly to jesus's fat erections <laughs> um, <laughs> i was trying to think like well this is this is your um this is your full card is that you didn't you've been sleeping on this this is um full, full thick dicked jesus full. Um, jesus was a power bottom did you know that you know what? I felt it in my heart. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> we all did. I mean, he just kind of let it happen, but he's like, you know, I mean, whatever. He can but at the same one, time, I feel like know? he's a little, you know, he'll let you call him, he'll call you daddy. Um, oh, let, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before we get more canceled, um, I feel like. Honestly, if this is what cancels me, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know, me too. And I'm not even canceled because I look at Twitter and I'm like, Oh, and then I try to do stuff on Twitter and I'm like, I give up. I give up. I don't do anything on here uh, except try to promote it. And then I like, I reply to people's stuff and share as like I'm the podcast. I'm going to post that on Twitter right now that Jesus was a power bottom. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that should be the tagline. Jesus is the title yeah. is power, power bottom Jesus. Um, what you didn't know about tarot may concern <laughs> you. Um, but uh so I think we're in an hour. If people want to find you, I'll put your link tree in the in the description Perfect. below. But um, also dump your shit right here. I'm so I'm at a tired witch on everything but Twitter. Um, Twitter, don't follow me on there. That's oh, what a cesspool. Right. Um, I'm just I'm just looking at the thing you tagged me in, and I'm gonna. Retweet I literally it. just tweeted that Jesus is a power bottom. Like that's the content that you can expect for my Twitter. Um, in which case, that is tired x witch. Um, because a tired which was already taken very rude um please if you're listening to this and i know you're not give it up so that uh robin can have it literally if you don't i'll cry forever and that's not something we want because i am a cancer i cry really well so <laughs> Spoiler alert i'm, I'm already crying all the time i'm already i've been crying since 1993 okay um that was not when i was born that was just when i started crying uh <laughs> uh yeah but a i'm happy a tired baby, witch but... i'm not a happy baby <laughs> I, I wasn't i look like my dad trust me you would not have been happy either <laughs> um <laughs> i'm just kidding dad i love you <laughs> uh 
because he actually does listen to every single thing I've been on. So sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh, we, uh, you take it in stride. <laughs> uh i am a tired witch on everything except for twitter like i said and my blog is tiredwitch.com and my shop is shop.tiredwitch.com and my book is magical tarot and if you're going to pre-order it which you freaking should um i know that we've been talking about target but actually pre-order on amazon because even though it's the devil it helps me overall with the algorithm so yeah, we, we can't help the society we live in but you, you know. I hate it. I hate it so much. But the only way to be successful, unfortunately, is to play Bezos game. So I don't want to use fossil fuels, but right now I kind of have to. But you know, yeah. it's yeah, it's a necessary evil in a sense. But yeah, don't worry about Target. Leave reviews, rate and review, and like tell all the good stuff. Um, don't go hating <laughs> on the shit yeah, we got into. Don't. And, but, but if um, you're gonna hate if you're gonna leave me a bad review just make sure to say that it was because of the saltines the jesus saltines because then i can accept that negative review you know what i mean i'll accept that and i feel like when you if you when you die and you're judged and like you're at the heaven's gate because we fucked it all up and they're like hey that thing you said about the saltines pretty fucking funny i want so her in that's, here that's how i got into heaven actually it was yeah. a hilarious story between me and uh the saint peter <laughs> you know what uh you're gonna you're not gonna like the language on this one but hilarious you'll she'll hilarious. have it's um, good <laughs> also i think she kind of has a thing for you you know what i mean so like mm. it's fine like listen here's the thing jesus <laughs> even those <laughs> luscious brown eyes it gets me every time <laughs> you know my husband you know him you know him you guys are super cool and also my grandma prays for me like three times a week so surely that balances shit out <laughs> right she's lovely um, <laughs> yeah but if jesus ever had like if jesus ever had that big of a stick up his ass like i don't not the one he's, you know, not the power bottom stick to confirm, but, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's like, he, obviously he would have a sense of humor. I hope so. Cause I hope the devil I hope so too. too, because I feel like that would be fun. Um, <laughs> Everybody listening. is just like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's, that is not why I subscribe to this. Um, I thought you were talking about Hecate and ghosts. Um, and it's incorrect we're talking about wrong. jesus and all of the sweet rods he takes yeah and, and also tarot, his little crackers and terror appropriation we covered it all we caught it all we've covered it all um yeah this is you're not on tiktok we know this you're here you're listening i am on tiktok well i know you are but the people oh, listening yeah, to this i am on tiktok be. i wish i wasn't but i am on tiktok so are, so is hex files cursed isn't because Oof. i don't really have a good reason to be but um i am personally oh tiktok what that would be a whole nother hour segment what a situation that website right. is um but real quick <laughs> if you've got like another uh we'll say goodbye here and then if you've got if you want to tell your weird story which that <laughs> was weird enough oh, which but... one okay so then you get a pick because i have a lot of weird stories um do you want a ghost story do you want a maybe alien story um, i kind of want that maybe alien story okay i i can tell you my maybe alien story okay well so um, uh from, what were you i saying? guess uh check her out and um this has been cursed goodbye and if you want to hear this maybe alien story it's a maybe alien story maybe alien <laughs> it's probably jesus but go to our it was patreon. probably jesus <laughs> yeah yeah go to the patreon it'll be up next week uh after you listen to this and um yeah go pre-order the book and shit and I'm so glad you were on 
I'm I'm glad you came. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, Thanks to everybody who listened and tolerated uh, my uh, Catholicism rant. Sorry, because I'm like I'm gonna have you on, and I really don't even know where to start except ask basic questions about tarot. And here we are. It's already (laughs) here. We are. And then I once again sabotaged everything talking about saltine crackers. So right, if that's not a metaphor for who I am as a person, I don't know what is. I mean, I think the whole point of doing interviews is like getting, letting people f- get the idea of like the kind of person you are. And I feel like you, and you did that. And thanks. That's the, <laughs> the, the best we can hope for. So um, until next time, goodbye, but not really. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>